Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today is Monday, August 15th, and here's your host, President of Global Sales, Jeff Hill. Sandy, you almost sounded like you ran out of air on the Jeff Hill part of that. but <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> you did. I know you've been on vacation, and you know, you're just still winded from that. But anyway, oh. welcome back. You went to Hawaii and had a phenomenal yeah. time. So congrats. I get all congratulations in order, but uh, what a great thing to do with family. So a lot of fun there. And um, coaches, as Sandy already mentioned, it is August 15th. Uh, wow. I mean, the middle of August, kids are starting to go back to school, uh, and you're going, Jeff, we don't need to hear that. That's frightening. It's kind of one of those sobering deals when you get to August. You know you're uh, you know, approaching fall. But there is so much opportunity. There are so many uh, great things happening at Team Beachbody right now, that, uh, the, of which the purpose of this call is to remind you and to call you to action. And for those of you that might just be waking up, for those of you that might be listening to this phone call later, the purpose of this call is to get you from the back of your seat to the edge of your seat, to look at yourself in the eyes, to uh, get the hair standing up on your arms a little bit, and to feel a greater sense of urgency and to remind you why you're doing this. You know, Carl coined this phrase, uh, I think it was before summit, but helpsmanship and this idea of helping other people, helping yourself. And I mean, uh, we realize that first you've got to help yourself. You've got to change your life. You've got to create those personal wins. You've got to get control and lead yourself before you can help others. But it's not always, it's not an either or strategy. It is an and strategy. You can help others while you're helping yourself. And that's the beauty of this business. So coaches, we have some great content with Rosa Friesen this morning that's going to give you some insights uh, and some tools that you can use to help you today and in this week and this month and throughout your entire business that can make you better. Get a little bit stronger if you remember the theme of the year and of summit. So with that, coaches, get your pens out, get your pads out, whatever you take notes on, and don't think you're smart enough you can remember all of this because you can't. Well, text me if you can. Uh, but anyway, let's get this thing going. There are three things that you need to know this week, and it will be fast. T Sandy already talked about those. We're in the middle of Team Cup. Okay, we had over 9,000 teams. I think, I think something like 9,200 teams. Um, that's 45,000 coaches that put their names down as participants on this Team Cup. And typically what happens halfway through the race, halfway through the experience, some people get a little bit discouraged, they get a little bit disillusioned, and they kind of go, man, we're, this is a little bit more work than we thought that it might be. But let me just tell you what, there is a second half to the race, and there's nothing that stops you from picking up the pieces, kind of getting that second win, creating the second win. It's not going to just come to you. You have to create it. So take advantage of this and even though it may not be winning a trip to Santa Monica use it to build your business that's the real purpose of this team cup you came in setting some goals go after those goals leave it all on the table okay don't don't sell yourself short don't sell your teammates short make an impact wherever you are push yourself a little bit second thing uh, this week, as we one of the big reveals at Summit was the announcement of Fixate, the cool new cooking show from Autumn Calabrese and her professional chef brother Bobby. And so coming this week, I believe it's on Friday, on Beachbody On Demand, Fixate will provide your customers with, with perfectly proportioned 
delicious and healthy recipes with containers equivalents to help you and your customers improve meal planning and nutrition habits. Now, you may say, wow, okay, that's pretty cool. It, it's not just pretty cool. This is way cool. Step back. Think about who we are as a business. Let me paint the picture. Fitness, nutrition, okay, it's not just about portion control. We are providing this added level, expanding the footprint creating more influence for you as a coach and to provide value to you and your customers so that you can improve your nutrition, so you can get better results, so you become proof the products works, so you get better results in, as you do the programs, as you execute on those programs. That's what this is about. Your reach is getting longer, okay? It's like being extended with programs like Fixate. And so if you're not paying attention to that, you need to kind of step back again and say, oh, yeah, look at this. This may touch new customers that haven't been as engaged as they can be. So leverage this. It's an arrow in your quiver. If you're not taking advantage of it, coaches, I'm going, come on, you guys. I mean, it's Monday morning, so I can say wake up and smell the coffee. The last thing is the health bed. Sandy talked about that. And this is really, we're, we're on this runway heading to the month of September, to the fall. This fun fitness. And one of the things that Carl has put together, Beachbody's put together, is the million-dollar health bed. In fact, it's more than a million dollars. We've seeded the pool with a million dollars so that you and your customers can just fall in love with getting results again. And it's just kind of a fun thing that we're doing. And what it means is that we want everybody starting to be, to be engaged, participating in a challenge group in the month of September. But there's a catch. Um, you can have a piece of this pie, and it's an expanding piece of the pie. In addition to the million dollars for every challenge pack sold in the month of September, we're throwing in an additional $5. So I think it's up to a million and a quarter, uh, $1.25 million, something like that right now. So a piece of that can be yours. If you're part of a challenge group, running one or being in one, but you have to be tracking some things. You have to be on your challenge tracker. You have to post three workouts a week and five Shakeology images of you drinking Shakeology for the week. For the entire month, do that, and you'll get a proportionate share of how many people um, do that in the month. Then we'll share whatever that total is. So you know what? have no idea what it's going to be. But it's going to be kind of fun, and it gives you an opportunity to group with other people, to engage new people that are coming in in the month of, of, uh, of August to participate, and, and anybody for that matter. So, again, another tool, another arrow in your quiver to build a business, something that tells the people you're working with, hey, I'm going to help you. This is something fun we're going to do. Here's a way that I'm going to help you. So it's like reaching your arm out and saying, not only am I going to be there with you, we're going to participate in this in a fun way. So lots of things there to help you coaches as you build your business and as you invite and share potential new coaches better. So I am finished with that right now. And uh, typically I would say now we're going to recognize people, which we are going to do, and I would toss it over to Darren Ashby. But if I were to toss it over to Darren this morning, uh, I would be tossing it to him on the side of the freeway in a car that has broken down. So I'm not tossing it to him, but I'm going to throw it back to out of breath Sandy for our recognition this morning. Take it away, Sandy. I got my breath back and I'm honored to read the names for Darren today. So 
Darren, if you're listening, I hope you get that car fixed in time and get back to work. We need you here. Uh, anyway, so these are our new Star Diamonds, one Star Diamonds who advanced uh, their businesses this week. We've got Jessica Bailey. We've got from Canada, Carol Campbell. We've got Melissa Fankhauser. And these two people, they advanced in their second business centers, Deidre Frobel and Jennifer Greenberg. And we also have a one-star diamond, Jennifer Loader and Candice Page Dayton. Congratulations to those one-stars. We've got two new two-stars this week, and that's Mandy Hogg and Nikki Johnson. Congratulations. And our new three-star diamonds, Christine Bergeron, Julianne Condia, in a second business center, Jamie Innes, and from Canada, Cashley Parmiter. We have one new eight-star diamond coach. Congratulations to Courtney Bell. That's it for the rank advancements. And now to the Daily Beachbody Challenge winners from August 1st to August 7th. As a reminder, these coaches won in the daily contest $500. Congratulations to Pam Smith, Emmanuel Feliciano, Brittany Carter, Aaron Cotlin, Cynthia Harris, Mitch Cunay, and Lori Darges. Now, our top success club point earners, Karine Germain. Oh, I'm going to Frenchify these, okay? <clears throat> Karine Germain, Lori Stewart, Melissa Potier, Evie Morales, Cheyenne Tracy, and Vanessa Boulay. Our top recruiters for the week, Angie Belmar, Tulin Emery, Brianna Headley, Amy Silverman, and Evie Morales. And last but not least, our top challenge pack sales were Karine Germain, Lori Stewart, Melissa Potier, Cheyenne Tracy, Vanessa Boulay, and Laura Dalpini. That's it for me. Everybody have a fantastic week. Sandy? Yes? <laughs> Is it a fantastic week or a fantastic day? <laughs> you know what? You have to make it a fantastic week. But, I mean, you can't steal Darren's lines, right? So, you know, no. anyway, you make it your okay. own. Own it. So All I right. Frenchified everything, Monsieur Jeff Hill. <laughs> okay. We're going to just say thank you, Sandy. Merci beaucoup. Um, Coaches, this morning, um, I'm really excited about this call for a bunch of reasons. One, I'm excited about where we are as a business, but I'm also excited to have Rosa Friesen on the call today uh, because she's, she's one that has she's been in the business for about four years. Uh, she has a great social media presence, and uh, she's one of those people that I think is just a curious observer and willing and willing to try. And that has been at the foundation of her business that has helped her to continue to grow and to learn and to figure things out. And that has resulted in developing a, a very nice elite seven-star diamond business. Uh, she is one of our top coaches in Canada. Uh, she is a Success Club 5 all-star. As I indicated, she started coaching about three and a half years ago. She's from uh, Alberta, Canada, which is my home country and home province. Most Americans don't know what a province is, but that's like a state, only bigger, and if you're in Canada, better. Um, she's an organizational leader on the leadership ladder and has sponsored six success starters this week and is, or this year and is doing a great job. So we're absolutely thrilled to have on the line with us this morning 2015 Elite Coach Seven Star Diamond, Rosa Friesen. Rosa, are you with us? I'm here. Happy Monday, Jeff. 
Well, happy Monday to you. And people need to know that it's a happier Monday for you than it was a happy Thursday, right? Most definitely. <laughs> so, the, so the backstory, we'll just kind of share this and tell you what kind of, I mean, grit and stick to itness and desire Rosa brings to the table. She was, uh, she would tell us much better than I would, but she was, she was vacationing with family out east. She wasn't feeling great. She came back on Thursday and ended up in the hospital. And they said, "Hey, we don't think that appendix is working the way it should. Let's say goodbye to it." And they remove. You woke up the next morning with it gone. Is that kind of the long and short of it? That's it. That's what happened. So so we said, Rosa, maybe it's not a great idea to have you on the call. If you're not feeling up to it, we can figure something out. And she said, are you kidding me? So uh, she is with us, and I can't see her, but I know she's got a smile on, and she's bringing her A game this morning. So th literally and seriously, thank you so much for being with us this morning. It's my pleasure. So excited to be here. All right. So if you, and you can always say, you know, if you say anything that didn't make a lot of sense, we'll just say it's just some of those post-operative medications that That's are, you know, exactly kind of what amazing. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I we will totally give you that opportunity for the disclaimer up front. So let's let's jump in just uh, a little bit about how did you come to be part of Beachbody? You're a Canadian coach. Talk a little bit about your experience. Actually, I was introduced to Beachbody workouts and Team Beachbody through the message boards. This was nine years ago before I even had a Facebook account. And I went through this unofficial little challenge group with Barbie Kalev. She became a coach just for fun at the time. She had actually made this little pact that she wasn't going to make any money as a coach, which is hilarious now if you know her. But I wasn't allowed to become a coach because I'm Canadian and the opportunity wasn't available. When the opportunity finally had become available in Canada, I'd been watching Barbie for five years. She looked great in a bikini, and she was able to leave her full-time job. And at the time, I was working 50 to 60 hours a week as a mom of two with a baby on the way. Um, I really just didn't have the time with my kids that I wanted. In fact, my two-year-old had an accent that was not the same as mine. It was the same as his nanny's. And... <clears throat> I was just ready for something different. I wanted to get into shape. I wanted more time with my kids and with my husband. And so having seen Barbie's success, when I jumped in and the opportunity became available, I decided I was going to be all in. And so talk a little bit about, like we, we well, oftentimes we talk about once you're in and you get started, everything was just easy rolling. You figured things out right from the get-go, right? <laughs> Not even close. I had no, like, I thought selfies were just silly um, and for just self-absorbed people. I had never taken a selfie before I became a coach. Um, I had 30 pounds to lose. I had no idea what I was doing on social media. It took, it took a ton of failing forward. It was just that commitment to learning. So, so just talk about that just for a second because, I, you know, I think most people appreciate that we're a very much a social media-driven company, but, but, but the, jumping, the jumping into that and the, just the, the learning, uh, was, it, was it purely just, I mean, were you just Googling everything or were you just trying everything or, or, or how did you get yourself started? Get, you know, kinda, it's the start that stops most people and things. How did you get yourself started? Well, the first thing I did was go through Barbie's uh, new coach training group. But in terms of social media and posting, it was really just learning what works and what doesn't by Google searching and by trying things. In fact, as a very new coach, 
I actually posted a picture of a TurboFire Challenge pack, um, and it was a picture from the Beachbody website. And my post said, basically, you should buy this from me. It was terrible. It is not what we do as coaches. So as a point of reference, that's where I started on social media and very quickly realized that that is not what connects with people or inspires people. Well, so we're going to get into the core of your story, but was there a, you know, we always talk about these turning points. I don't know that there's always like an aha moment or turning point. Sometimes it's a series of events that culminate in something. But, but did you have one of those moments where things tended to gel a little bit that gave you that extra bit of momentum or, or insight to the business? Especially last year, yes. I did have this turning point last year. Um, not a whole lot of people know this, but our team wanted to go for top 10 last year. And about halfway through the year, I completely quit and I completely gave up because I had taken my eyes off of the mission of helping people. And I could do nothing but compare myself to other successful coaches. And so I wasn't looking at our mission. I wasn't looking at how to inspire people. I was looking at me and how I was deficient compared to all of these other coaches. And Amy Silverman said something. <laughs> she said, if you're comparing yourself to all these other coaches, you need to just unfollow all those coaches that you continually compare yourself to and focus on that mission. And that made all the difference in my journey. Yeah, that can, I mean, the comparison, it's great to best practice. It's great to learn. Um, but again, this is, you know, this is your race and you want people to inspire you. But, it, but if, you're, if you're sensing that that is draining you or sucking the energy out of you and distracting and defocusing you, then I think it's such great advice to remove those. Remove those, you know, declutter your life so you can focus on the things that matter, that matter most. Okay, let's jump into the, 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 the main topic of this, of this call. And we've got some, some best practices here that you want, five best practices that you want to share that have helped you. And, and some of those have to do with, with social media and some, some don't, but there's some great keys here. So I'm going to toss it over to you to share what has created success in your business. Thank you, Jeff. So I want to talk a little bit about how social media is always changing and how, as coaches, it's really important that we learn to roll with the punches because essentially social media is how most of us connect and it's the starting point for how we help people change their lives. As I mentioned before, when I began coaching, I knew nothing about social media. I had about 150 friends on my Facebook profile and I began by posting pictures of challenge packs and pictures of me when I was more fit, not even pictures of like when I had become a coach because I had 30 pounds to lose at the time. Um, and so I wasn't speaking from the heart. I wasn't trying to connect. And what I learned was that people wanted to see themselves in my story, and so I needed to genuinely share my story. The second thing that I learned is that social media platforms want the user experience to keep their users coming back for more. So the reason that they're constantly changing algorithms, the reason that you'll notice that some posts get attention and then a couple of months later your call to action posts, for example, are not getting any attention, it's because social media platforms want to make sure that they stay relevant. 
they want content to be seen that is getting attention from their users so that their users are going to be back. So I've heard a lot of complaints recently, especially in frustration, about the changes on Facebook, the changes to Instagram, some refusals from coaches to get on new social media platforms, for example, Snapchat. And I think if we want to do our job as a coach, if we want to play a part in ending the trend of obesity, if we want to continue to connect and inspire people, what we need to do is we need to figure out these changes, do a little bit of homework on these changes, and think about it like this. Say, for example, you know how to use Facebook. You've been using Facebook for a few months to share about your fitness journey. If you're trying something new, like Snapchat, for example, your message is the same. It's just a different dialect. The platform is a little bit different. The way you share the message is a little bit different, but the message is essentially the same. Social media is the quickest way to connect on a broad scale, so I'm just really going to encourage you guys to embrace the changes, try some new things, and I'm going to share some of my best practices with you. So I still hey, Rosa, can I yes. let, let me just jump in here for a second because as you're mm -hmm. talking about that, if for those that were at summit, for those that weren't, those those that were there will remember something that Gary Gary V said. You know, he said there's basically there's three types of people, and I'm, I'm not going to remember these now. But there's those that are just going to sit around and you know complain about it. Uh, about change, okay, and 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 there's those that are just going to continue to resist it, okay, and there's then there's those that are going to embrace it, and and the first two, you know, are 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 lost when you're through changing, you're through. If they're making these changes, you've got to align your behavior with that because they don't care about you, okay. Um, really, you know, you've got to you've got to pick up where they are. So the faster you become an adopter. Of this of this change and, and learn and confront the fact that this is where it's going. Okay, now how do I leverage that? The the the, the better your business will be, and the more nimble and adept you will become, and the more skilled business person you will become. So, um, and and this applies to all of you know to everything in business. But um, you know, this isn't just Rosa talking. This is like if you know from a Gary Vee and a lot of other people that are saying, hey, change. If you're through changing, you're through. So. I interrupted your flow, but I wanted just to put an exclamation point on that is get over it. It's changed. Figure it out. I love that. Get over it. It's changed. Yes, that. Um, so I do still grow my business primarily through Facebook. I am also on Instagram, and I'm on Snapchat as well. Uh, but I've, go I've grown my Facebook following to over 10,000 at this point by rolling with the punches. And remember, I started with 150 friends on my Facebook profile. Um, so here are my five best practices currently. And I mean, these may change, but these are what they are today. So number one, post transformations. Post transformations in terms of your weight, in terms of your level of confidence, if you've lost inches, if you can do push-ups from the toes and you never used to be able to, if you have improved energy, post transformations several times per week. Don't just leave the transformation post for Transformation Tuesday because you have so many different types of transformations that you can talk about. All you need to do is take a little snapshot of your life before you became a coach 
and take a snapshot of your life in the same context of now. And you don't even need, if you've only been a coach for a week, have you seen changes in, do you wake up in the morning with more energy now that you're drinking Shakeology? So post transformations and post them several times a week. You don't need to call them hashtag transformation Tuesday. It doesn't have to be all three on Tuesday. But do post several times per week. You're not selling something. You're just sharing. Not only your fitness transformation, but also your life transformation and how coaching is changing you and your life as well. I share about how I sacrifice Netflix time and invest into my business and how that's allowed me to do certain things like buy a pair of leggings without having to take it out of the household budget. A snapshot of then versus now has countless possible variations and it does not get old. Being inspired never, ever gets old. Number two, I love this one and I think it's so important, especially for the newer coach who is overthinking their post and who is hesitating to post because of that analysis paralysis. Think more about documenting your fitness journey and hashtag that coach life instead of, quote, creating content about it. Think about documenting. That makes it so simple. You're sharing your journey. You're sharing about your workouts. You're sharing about your nutrition. You're documenting that on social media. And since social is moving toward a more unfiltered sort of experience, you can talk about the real and the raw and the honest. If you peed your pants a little bit during your jumping jacks today, that's okay. You can share that kind of stuff. You're just documenting about your workout. There's no need to overthink it. It also keeps me as a coach accountable to my daily workouts, my nutrition, and my Shakeology. It shows my followers that even though I fail at times, I'm still making progress. And that is what fosters a belief that if I can do it, they can do it too. I'm not perfect and I'm still getting results, so they can do that too. It's also sharing about my own experience as a coach when it comes to my business, the goal setting, my failures, my successes. Those demonstrate, documenting my journey as a coach really demonstrates that I'm just a normal girl who decided to go for it. And if I can do it, they can too. I really think that if you take that mindset of documenting your journey, it creates that long-term mindset for you as a coach as well. Because you're documenting your journey right now, and you're going to have an updated journey in a month and a year from now and the following year. Adopting that long-term mindset, if you have that, your followers are going to sense that as well. Number three, make your followers insiders. Make them feel like they're insiders because they follow you. So my followers feel like they're Rose of Reason insiders because I share the little things. I share quirks, insecurities, things I'm passionate about, uh, funny parenting stories. They all know about my love of peanut butter. They know that my vacation drink is Diet Coke, even though I know it's terrible for me. I drink it on vacation. I, they know I'm a medium amount of vein. <laughs> they know I have hair extensions. Uh, they know I've struggled in the past with comparing my body type to others. 
and wishing that I didn't have the hips that I have in the past. They know I have PCOS and I'm hypothyroid, that I take walks with my kids, I trick my kids into eating their vegetables, and my intense love for office supplies. I've given you so many little teeny things about my life that probably you think don't matter in reference to your own life, but people love knowing those little things about you. It creates connection through transparency, and it keeps your tribe coming back for more because they feel like they've really, really gotten to know you and who you are. I'm telling you, people connect with me over my love for office supplies. It's, it's hilarious how many messages I've gotten with recommendations for pens after I started talking about that. Number four, offer value on everyday things. Anything that you might be good at, like everyday things that you might be good at. So if you're an organizer and your spice rack looks like something out of a magazine, I actually have a girl on my team who posted a picture of her spice rack and I was in awe and told her to post a tutorial about it because that's something, that's something that I would want to watch. I would watch the video, even though I'm never going to actually admittedly organize my spice rack, I would watch that video. If you're good at eyeliner, do a tutorial. Because other girls who are, quote, a medium amount of vein want to know how to do their eyeliner. If you're good at budgeting, accessorizing, putting outfits together, keeping an organized schedule, any of those kinds of things are going to offer value to your followers. And I'm going to go, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in the next point, but these kinds of things are a great thing to use for a live video on Facebook. This kind of value and these little tutorials on those everyday things. Lastly, um, my point number five, Jeff already mentioned Gary V. I am a Gary V. disciple. I love him, and I've been, he's been my jam for a couple of years. Um, I strongly recommend the Thank You Economy by Gary V. Uh, my last point is embrace change. We've talked a lot about this, but I really want it to hit home. Instagram has recently changed. They have um, just come out with Instagram stories. If you're on Insta already, you've got nothing to lose by trying out their stories feature. So what if you spend time learning the feature and then the, plat the platform doesn't pan out? What if Snapchat wins? It doesn't really matter because you're still going to continue to build your following, add value to your following, and connect with them during that time. You're gaining more experience on social media, so it is still a win. The time isn't wasted. So the things that I have changed recently are, number one, I'm going live on my Facebook page. If you're on Facebook, you need to be going live. Since social media is moving toward that more unfiltered, raw experience, Facebook Live is the perfect platform to help you give your followers what they're looking for in terms of that more real and raw interaction. You will appreciate the opportunity to also interact with you during a video. So whereas when you post a video on Facebook, people can comment and you can reply back. But while you're on a live video, 
people can comment and you can actually talk to them as you're doing that live video. It's not only a shortcut for better engagement on your Facebook page, which it is because Facebook is favoring live videos now even after the fact. After they're posted to your page, when it's over, you're still going to get more engagement on that live video than if you were just to post a video. Hey, Rosa, can I just add, can I just add yeah. one other piece to that? Is not when she says they're favoring videos. The other thing that we know that Facebook is that they measure in their algorithms is they measure ongoing engagement with the followers. So as you post your video, I mean, number one, they want video. Day number two, they just don't want you to post and walk away. Love them and leave them. They want you to engage with people so it becomes this authentic followership. And the more engagement there is with you and with them, the more views that will get, and it will, they, they favor those again. So don't just post a video and walk away. Engage with your people on that, and, yes. and that will get more views. And a little tip for you as well, when you go live, as you're starting out, as you're introducing your topic, as people jump onto your live call, say, hi, Sherry, hey, Tristan, because if you're doing that, then people really feel a part of the experience as they're jumping on. I mean, I don't do this throughout the entire live video, but I definitely greet a few of my very first people who hop on my live feed because then they start commenting. They say hello in the comment section, and then that generates and then that generates more views on that video as well. So definitely try greeting your first few uh, people who tune into your live video. Um, and if you mess up on a live video, it seriously just makes you more relatable. What I'm going to challenge you to do is to come up with two topics for a live video. One should be something that you're good at, some everyday thing that you're good at, whether that's organizing your spice rack or putting on eyeliner. Make some notes what you're going to talk about. The first thing I always do is I tell my audience what I'm going to talk about so that they know, so that I'm not just rambling. And then I give them whatever tutorial it is, and then I close out. And what I recommend that you do is to write just a few notes to make sure that you're not rambling. I personally keep my live videos to about five minutes to prevent that rambling. And then I'd also like you to create notes for a second live video where you're sharing about your transformation. It can be a fitness transformation. It can be an income transformation. It can be your, your, um, the amount of weight that you've lost, some kind of transformation. It can be confidence. So schedule a live video. Write some notes for that second live video that you're going to do this week. My next change that I've made is I've gotten on Snapchat. I had the pleasure of sitting down with my 14-year-old niece, actually, in the last couple of weeks and just watching her do her thing on Snapchat and on Instagram. The 14-year-olds know what is going on in social media, and I did kind of feel like a dinosaur because she said Facebook is for old people, but whatever. Um, so Snapchat, <laughs> Snapchat has been a little bit of a game changer. I did not want to get on Snapchat when it first came out, and it took me a little while, but here's what I love about it. 
you have your audience's undivided attention. When they're looking at your photo, you're not competing with a news feed and notifications and other messages. They're looking at your photo for those few seconds and only your photo. It also gives you an opportunity, as I talked about in point number two, documenting your journey as a coach, documenting your fitness journey. Snapchat is perfect for that because you can snap all day long. Now I'm doing my workout. Now I'm eating my lunch. Now I'm doing my team call. It's all about documenting your journey in a very raw and real way. Also, when you're chatting with somebody on Snapchat, it's a conversation without distractions, similar similar to when they're looking at a photo on your story, and that chat goes away. After you leave the chat, your text goes away. So followers tend to be more engaged when you're having that short conversation and they're really, they're really with you instead of going between messages and notifications and everything else. So my best practices all center around one primary belief. Being inspired and connecting never go out of style, regardless of algorithm changes or new social platforms. There is always going to be room for us as coaches on social if we focus on genuinely sharing our stories and connecting with people like us. Platforms are going to change. Maybe one day Facebook will go the way of MySpace, who knows, and there will be something new to replace it, but the time isn't wasted because it wasn't an investment in the social platform, it was an investment in the people on that platform. So I'm encouraging you to try new things, do some homework to figure it out when, when new changes do occur and when a new platform comes out and then get to work doing what we do as coaches by inspiring people and connecting with, with them. The platform may change, but the message stays the same. Yeah, Rosa, these are just some <clears> – <throat> this is a definite go back to and listen again to this because I think you've, you've got some powerful messages here, not only about, from, from a new coach perspective about keeping this simple. I loved, the, I loved your – I think it was point number two on you know, just documenting. Uh, you know your you know your journey because every new coach especially can do that and, and share their experience and again that's what makes it simple and authentic. I almost jumped in when you talked about you know uh, doing jumping jacks and and, and peeing. I, yeah, I almost jumped in then, but I thought I'm not going to go there on this <laughs> on this call. But that's but that is keeping it real and 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 there's an uh, you know you can laugh at that, and make fun of that, but there's but there is an authenticness uh, you know to to this and and the other piece I think there's this coaches there is this underlying powerful message here of of again you you can't be victim to to what's happening out there you've got to be curious figure it out and then and then leverage it and as and as Rosa ended with this you're developing the skill sets um, to to communicate to connect and to relate to people and those abilities, those skill sets are timeless, okay? Those will always be at the core, it, in spite of what the platform might 
you know, might be. And I think the other great advice she gave was just like, you know, get the 13-year-old over, you know, to teach how to Snapchat. My, I was on vacation this last week up in Montana with, with you know, I've got some younger kids, you know, they're 18, 19-year-olds, but, but, you know, that's all they were doing. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how they were keeping up with the world. And, and just to sit down with them for 15 minutes, I mean, like they, they can teach you something so fast and, and that little bit of fear will disappear as you start to experiment. So um, some great insights, uh, Rosa. And, again, coaches, you, I, this is one to go back to. I think it's one for the ages to go back and listen to again. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Hey, but we're not quite done. We're we're, all, we're we're out of time, so you've got one minute. So okay. four years ago, you got your appendix at the We got rid of that thing, and uh, life has changed. But how's life changed? Let's kind of end on that on that note for you. Wow, uh, that's a loaded question for me. Um, I have both PCOS and hypothyroid, and have struggled with my weight my entire life. I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, I am so much more connected with my kids. I was able to leave my full-time corporate gig, and in March of this year, I was actually able to retire my husband from the police service as well, so we are now a full-time family. So life has done just a complete 180 in the last almost four years, and I just can't stop telling people, like, four years is not a long time to invest into this kind of change. It's amazing. Yeah, and I and I think that perspective, that long term perspective, is 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 so so key. I um, so Rosa, let me. I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much. Great call. Thanks for your preparation and continue to to get better. Thank you so much, Jeff. All right, thanks, Rosa. I I wanted Sandy saying, okay, Jeff, we got to wrap this call up. But I but I want to take just this last piece that she was talking about, this four year piece, and and the long term view. Um, it, it it summit. I I spent part of my opening, uh, you know, talking a little bit about changing our mindset of not being here just a year from now or six months from now, but changing your mindset to be here 10, 15, 20 years from now. Because what you will do if you do that is you will change your approach to your business. You will learn. You will, be, you will become permanent in your thinking, meaning that you'll start to invest more. You'll behave different. You'll grow your business differently. You'll build it for the long term. It'll be something that you want to share and create at a, at a whole different level. And as Rosa shared, four years is not a long term to create something that's been very, very meaningful. But then it comes back to this, coaches. It comes back to this simple idea. What in your life is worth fighting for? What in your life is worth investing in? And to, to do whatever it takes to learn, to overcome the fear, to overcome the algorithms changes, to overcome the no and some of the rejection. What is worth fighting for in your life? You've got to identify that, and you've got to lock in on that, and then you've got to put that to action and start chipping away at it. And if it takes you four years to get there, wow, how are you going to spend your next four years otherwise? What are you going to do that can create as great a change helping other people as this can? So as you, we end this call, coaches, it's the middle of the month. Life rewards action. You've got to be doing something. You've got to be growing. And Rosa has given you some great insights, some great things that you can start doing today to get better. Pull your team cups together. Best practice off of what we've heard today. And then put it into action. And let's go fight this 
fight. So with that, Sandy, back to you. You know, Jeff, I was thinking about something that an announcer said last night on the Olympics, and it was about all these athletes, and it said, this is not the 2012 version of Usain Bolt. This is the 2016 version. I was thinking about how if you look back four years ago, are you are you the better version of yourself today, uh, just looking back? So. So it is a long-term investment, but the but the payout is so much greater. So anyway, here, here. thanks for that. Um, you guys are going to want to call back on this number, 832-225-5065. You know what to do. Make it a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.